Selfishness is a disease that affects every human being. As children, we have to be taught how to share, because thinking of others simply goes against our nature. While some can try to subdue their selfish tendencies, we all fall victim to this disease, like the man in today's episode. So, is there a cure? Let's find out. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, where we share the gospel of Jesus Christ through the art form of audio drama. Yes, and that includes sound effects. Just a heads up, today's story might contain some content that's not suitable for our younger listeners. I'm Timothy Gregory, bringing you the story of a man who was addicted to himself. We'll see just who broke that addiction on today's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. Also, you'll want to stick around because later we're going to give the rest of you an opportunity to enter yet another sweepstakes drawing for a prize. No, it's not a cash prize, but it is a prize, and I think it's a prize that you are really going to like if we draw your name. But first, let's get to it, folks. The true story of Brett McCormick. Hello? Brett, are you alone? Yeah? Why wouldn't I be? Because I know you. Are you sitting down? Why? What's up? I'm pregnant. Uh, are you sure? Of course I'm sure. What are you going to do? Have the baby. <laughs> I'm not ready to get married. I'm not ready to be a mother either. But it's going to happen. And you're the daddy. Hello. Hi, Dad. I won't be able to come into work for a while. Why not? You know I've got a job to finish by the end of the month. Broke my hand. How'd you do that? Slam my fist into a dresser. Practicing karate? No. My girlfriend is pregnant. She's not willing to move in with me, so I slammed my fist against a dresser. Well, that was stupid. We have a lot of jobs lined up, Brett. I got bigger problems than that, Dad. Another girlfriend's pregnant, too. Two at once? Yeah. Didn't your mother teach you anything? The man in our story was self-centered and violent then. Other adjectives fit, too, but we'll let him tell you how they dropped away. Parental guidance is suggested due to the subject matter contained in the true testimony of Brett McCormick, right now on Unshackled. My parents divorced when I was nine, and I stayed with my mom while my older brother lived with dad, my two stepbrothers, and their mom. I wanted so much to be with them instead of being at home alone insecure and scared because mom was gone all the time working two jobs. She never said that she loved me. I was more of a possession to her. The next year, I discovered a stack of porn magazines under my grandfather's bed in our hunting cabin. I was hooked from that point on and my obsession grew. Brett, are you in there? Uh, just a minute. Come on. I have to take you home. Mom said I could stay another week. She changed her mind. Uh, that isn't fair. She always does that. I have to drive you home and then drive all the way back here to finish the vacation with your brothers. Now get your stuff together and let's go. Uh, she lied to me. Insecurity and loneliness just increased my addiction to pornography throughout my junior high years. 
fighting and bullying was my way of expressing my anger and frustration for my despair in life. Mom remarried, and I discovered a porn video among my stepdad's collection. My dad always made suggestive comments about women whenever we were together. Mom and my stepdad had a bad fight soon after they divorced. After high school, I went to college in North Carolina for a year, but my lifestyle and addictions destroyed relationships, so I didn't return. Did you flunk out down there? No, my grades were good. You going back to college? Yes, but I want to work and earn some money, too. You can work with me in the business. I don't know construction, but I can learn. Well, if you work hard, you can make good money. Can I live with you then, Dad? I don't see why not. We have room now. I learned fast and worked hard, so I earned my dad lots of money and he brought me into the business. I dropped out of college completely and bought my own house so I could party. I chewed tobacco, drank hard, and smoked marijuana. I always wanted to prove myself, so I was easily drawn into fights. You better watch your mouth, son. Yeah, tough guy, huh? Bring it on. Yeah, make me. Take it easy, Brett. Those guys are bikers. You better take it easy. <laughs> yeah. I think there's enough of us. Let's go get them. Teach them some manners. All right, you say so. Hey, you want a piece of me, biker trash? Come get it. Yeah, I'm gonna send you yeah, back home on. to mama. Come on. Ooh. Take that. Oh, oh quite a oh. You okay, little boy? Oh, my mouth. They got a piece of you, all right. Come on, let's get out of here. Ugh, cowards, kicking me in the face. My teeth. Yeah, they knocked out your teeth. I thought you knew how to fight. Not one of our friends helped us. Do you like that knuckle sandwich? Yeah, come back anytime. Mind your own business, you bunch of losers. You're on your own, Brett. I can't fight again. I can. Ah, come on! Yeah, bring it on. I woke up in an ambulance with blood all over my face, so I decided to learn karate. I continued my pursuit with girls. <laughs> oh, oh, look at the girl in this picture. Dude, you must have had it made down there in North Carolina. <laughs> I knew a couple of girls. Yeah, <laughs> girl. yeah, Now, one of them came to my dorm room many times, even though she was engaged. Oh, you <laughs> beast. Don't you have any morals? Ah, I worried about that so much. I lost so much sleep. Oh, <laughs> come on. My goal is to get any girl that I want. Uh, my sister wouldn't fall for you. <laughs> Wanna bet? I won that bet, and his sister was the second girl who told me she was pregnant. The one I was so angry with that I punched the dresser and broke my hand. I wasn't yet 21 years old. When the first girlfriend was eight months pregnant, her mother came to visit. I'm driving my mother back home tomorrow. All the way to Tennessee? It's less than a day's drive. But you'll have to drive back by yourself. What if the baby comes early and there you are, alone on the highway? I'll get help. I'll go along and drive back with you. I'm staying a week, Brett. Look, I can't work with this hand anyway. We drove to Tennessee, and that Sunday, her parents asked me if I'd like to go to church with them. I had attended a mainline church a few times in my life, so I went with them. I certainly didn't understand how Christians lived or why they made the choices they did. The people at the service were so happy, singing and clapping their hands. I listened to the preacher as he talked of God's love. 
and Jesus, who died to give us new life. I don't remember all of the scriptures that he read, but his last words impacted my heart. We love him because he first loved us. And he demonstrated that love by laying down his life to save us. Jesus said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you think no one loves you, Jesus does. And he knows every thought, every word you've spoken, every nasty thing you ever did. And yet he wants to give you new life. He said, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. When the disciples felt despair, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And Jesus would never lie to you. Those words pierced my heart, and I began to weep. I had been lied to all my life, and I also lived in pretense, never showing my fears or insecurities. I wanted this Jesus who spoke truth. The young man next to me asked if I knew the Lord. Between sobs, I said, no. So he got the preacher. Do you understand that you're a sinner? Yes. And that you must repent of your sins and turn your life over to Jesus because he died for you. If you'll pray in sincerity, God will give you a new life. <laughs> All right. Uh, I repent, Lord Jesus. I don't, I don't want to be the way I am. Oh, Lord, forgive me. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I, I, I want you to come into my life and change me and uh, teach me your ways. I believe in you. Help me know you. Help me to live for you. Lord, give him your Holy Spirit to seal him and to guide him. Yes, Lord. I, I surrender. Thank you. Jesus, thank you. They left me to weep for a long time. I could feel God's peace and his presence. This was June 5th, 1995, the greatest day of my life. I was 21 years old. Right away, I got rid of the bag of marijuana I had. That week, I was baptized and they gave me a Bible. Are you reading the Bible, Brett? I can't put it down. So many things make sense now. When you go home, tell others what Jesus has done for you. I will. Find a good church that teaches the Bible. That is vital for you to grow. I'll, I'll do that. The devil will attack you now, so stay in the Word. The Lord will guide you with His Word. There's so much evil out there, and I was part of it. Let me give you some verses to help you, okay? In John chapter 10, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, 
and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Wow. That's amazing. Folks, we'll get back to Brett's story in just a moment, but first, I want to share a bit about how our ministry is able to bring hope to people all over the world. Unshackled is now in its 71st year of spreading the good news through powerful stories about real people. Our success is a result of God's blessing and the involvement of, well, supporters like you. When you contribute to Unshackled, it has a direct impact. Your support allows us to hire quality writers, talented actors, as you can hear, a skilled production team, and a devoted staff. Through your support, we're able to share Unshackled worldwide. So, in order to continue the work of spreading the gospel and allowing us to offer this program for free, won't you consider making a donation to Unshackled? It's really quite easy. All you need to do is click on the live link if there's one where you're listening, or visit our podcast website at unshackledpodcast.org. That's unshackledpodcast.org. Dot org and then click the donate button. Or you can always write a check, unshackled, we take checks. You mail that check to 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. We thank you for your partnership in our ministry. And now let's get back to Brett's story. Knowing I had to make a lot of choices, I returned to Pennsylvania, where I told my friends how Jesus gave me new life. They didn't want to hear it, so I moved on. I wanted Jesus more than anything in the world. The father of one of my friends was a Christian, and even though he and I had never talked about the Lord, I decided to visit him. Hello, Brett. What can I do for you? Uh, I, I, I came to tell you I'm a Christian now. Last week in Tennessee, I, I gave my life to Christ. Come in, come in. Praise God, that's wonderful news. Gives me hope for my boys. I, I tried to tell them, but they weren't interested. You're still an example to them. How did your own family react? Dad's okay with it, but Mom isn't. Give her time and pray for her. I'm praying for my whole family. Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. I quit doing drugs. I quit drinking alcohol. It's all so amazing to me. I know a good Bible study for young people. Great. The pastor down there told me to find a Bible teaching church and to study my Bible. I joined the Bible study and found a good church that I went to each time the doors were open. Even though the Lord helped me overcome my desire for drugs and alcohol, the biggest stronghold was lust. I hadn't learned to put off the old man or deny myself daily. I became involved with a girl at the Bible study. Finally, I talked with the pastor about it. Does this girl go to our church? No. She's in my youth Bible study. What does God say about these things, Brett? I know it's not right. No. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 says, Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. The Bible also says, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. 
You have no idea how difficult that is. Every man battles with that, Brett. You must apply the word of God when you're tempted to sin. Listen to Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. I knew it was wrong, but I continued in my sin, even though we were counseled by our pastors. I was consumed with guilt. When she got pregnant, I talked with pastor again. I know a ministry in the Midwest that helps people who are struggling with sexual sin. I'd have to go there? Oh, yes. It's a six-month live-in program. Look, I can't leave my job and my family. I'm in business with my dad, and he depends on me to do all the legwork in the business. You can't keep sinning against the Lord, Brett. Your heart will get hard, and the consequences will be far greater than you can imagine. He was right. One day I woke up with no conviction about my sin. I was horrified. My girlfriend came to my house and searched everywhere, convinced I was hiding another woman. That confrontation led me to a crossroad of confusion, guilt, and desperation. Hello? Pastor, this is Brett. I've got a shotgun, and I'm going to shoot myself. What's going on, Brett? I, 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 I think I, I killed our unborn baby tonight. How? My girlfriend. Uh, she came over, and, and I couldn't get her to leave. I, I was trying to rush her up the basement stairs when she pushed back, and we both fell down the stairs. Where is she now? Uh, she went home. I can't believe it happened. Uh, there's no hope. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to end it all. Don't do it, Brett. I'm sending someone to help you. Two men from our church came and took the shotgun. One of the men took me home with him. Because of my sinful rebellion, I couldn't attend the Bible study nor church. I needed to repent before I could return to fellowship with them. I couldn't make it. So I decided to go to the ministry in the Midwest. Thursday, I called to see when I could go. Can you be here on Saturday? That's two days from now. Yeah. I don't know. I've got a lot to do besides driving down. Do you want help or not? Yes. Well, then be here on Saturday. Although my dad was furious at me for leaving, the Lord helped me get everything done. And I left Pennsylvania for a life-changing experience. The ministry application asked me to describe my relationship with God, rating how much I prayed and read the Bible, how close I was to the Lord. On a scale of one to 10, I thought I was about a five. I was shocked when the counselor interviewed me. I'm looking at your form here, and well, you seem to think you're really close to the Lord, huh? Yes, I love the Lord. Oh, then I don't see that you really need to be here. Uh, that's not what I meant. That's what it says. I don't care what it says. I, I gotta be here. I need help. You claim to know God, but... You fathered three children out of wedlock with three different women. You think God condones that? No, but that's why I'm here. I, I want to be free of all these lustful passions. 
Well, sexual sin is rooted in pride and selfishness, using others. And this form reveals that until you recognize and repent of your pride and selfishness, you will never be free. Jesus said, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Look, I do study the Bible. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Brett. You need a teachable spirit to overcome your addiction to yourself. To myself? Yes. You see others as objects to be used for your own pleasure. You've been self-absorbed and self-gratifying. God created us for a different purpose. It's hard to resist temptation. I mean, TV, billboards, the internet, all having alluring and provocative pictures. But don't look or look away. <sighs> Easy to say. Memorize Psalm 101, verse 3. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. You have to speak the word of God to situations that tempt you. That's what Jesus did. You'll take me then? If you'll be honest with us. I wasn't raised in a Christian home, so I got a lot to learn. No excuses. If you will apply the Word of God to your life, He will set you free. Are you the counselor here? Oh, we have several counselors. The sessions are once a week for half an hour. That's all? The psalmist says, The testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. Okay. Start with 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. It says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. He was right. Like me, the 20 to 30 men there struggling with sexual obsessions were proud and arrogant. Each of us thought, we only needed a little help, but we needed a complete transformation. I signed up for six months and stayed for 13. I moved into an apartment and went to a local church. Has your father forgiven you for leaving Pennsylvania? He's speaking to me now. I gave him my house and he sold it and I didn't ask for any of the profit. And what else is going on, Brad? Dating a girl named Tiffany and... <sighs> I'm struggling with the old lustful thoughts. Now, if you want to banish those thoughts, pray for her. And pray from the heart. Whenever I'm tempted, I pray. Whether it's lust, jealousy, bitterness, whatever, the Lord will help you because He knows your limitations. Sometimes I start praying and, and slip back into old thought patterns, or I start praying for ways I can help them. Yeah, that's pride again. Self-seeking, self-promotion. Oh, how will I ever overcome? <laughs> That's why we're told to pray without ceasing. It's a way of life, Brett. Thank God for Jesus. Tiffany and I met at church, and we married in July 1999. Several months later, we both became interns at the same place that helped me. We spent eight months there preparing for ministry. I got some legal papers today from the mother of my oldest son. Her husband wants to adopt him. Are you gonna sign? 
Yeah. She's a Christian, and her husband has been raising my son like his own. God bless him. Amen. Fathers are the covering of the home. We sure learn from our mistakes, don't we? Sins, honey. God calls them sins. Yes, you're right. We must call it what the Bible calls it. And the remedy is Jesus. Yes. He is the way, the truth, and the life. I have learned so much here. Yeah? Like what? Well, the main thing I've learned is how to show mercy to others the way God shows mercy to us. Is that what you tell the men you counsel? That, and I stress their need to know the word of God, it's what set me free. If only I had known Jesus when I was growing up. God tells us to live in the present, not the past, Brett. Yeah, I know. Thank God I don't have to drag my past around with me anymore. Thank the Lord indeed. Ten years ago, we were led to a church ministry in Wisconsin. God gave us two sons and a daughter, and I want to be a godly father for our children. Sometimes, when the pastor travels, I fill in for him, and I tell them what Jesus has done for me. It's true what the Bible says in Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. God has changed the way I think, act, and speak. He's changed my desires. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That's what Jesus Christ can do in any life surrendered to him. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Listening friend, if you are tired of struggling against your own sinful nature, put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will give you his Holy Spirit to counsel and guide you. You can do that now wherever you are. There are no special words. God looks on the heart. If you need help in making this crucial decision, call 1-888-NEED-HIM or get in touch with us at Pacific Garden Mission, 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. Now, we love hearing from our listeners here on the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, so send us your questions and we'll answer them here. It can be something you're curious about or just something you want to share with us. All you have to do is write us at podcast at unshackled.org or call and leave us a message at 312-281-1264. We'd love to hear from you. Now, before we get to our sweepstakes drawing info, I just want to remind you to subscribe or like our Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. You can even share it or tell a friend. We'd also love for you to review or rate our podcast, and don't forget to check out our other podcasts on this same platform, Unshackled Daily Devotionals and Unshackled in Person. We appreciate your input and involvement in our ministry. And again, please consider supporting us so we can freely offer quality Christian programming to the world. All right, the prize for this sweepstakes contest is yet another beautiful wooden scripture plaque 
The verse on this one is Romans 5, 8. But God commendeth his love toward us in that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. This specific plaque has dark brown bark and a golden center. The scripture is written in light green color that makes it pop. If you'd like to take a peek at this scripture plaque, you're welcome to visit our podcast website, unshackledpodcast.org, and stop by the audio drama page for a picture. Folks, unfortunately, we are only able to mail this plaque to locations within the United States, so our drawing is limited to U.S. addresses. But if you reside in the U.S., all you have to do to enter our sweepstakes drawing is call 312-281-1264 or email podcast at unshackled.org and give us your name, phone number, and email. That's your name, phone number, and email. The winner of the sweepstake for this beautiful scripture plaque will be announced March 20th, but the deadline for entry is March 4th. We look forward to hearing from you, and next time... Are you going to get off that bus or not? Amy, get down here and stop that crying. Raised by a cruel and angry mother, Amy Trees grew up feeling alone and unworthy. She pulled my hair. Well, you must have done something wrong. No wonder you don't have any friends. <laughs> Lonely and afraid, eventually she became resigned to this existence of despair. What about you, miss? Take one. Are, are those Bibles? That's right. Please take it. It's yours. You'll read about a man named Jesus whose free gift to us is eternal life. Thanks. But I'm having a hard enough time with this life right now. Would she ever find the strength to live above her fears and doubts? He will bring you inner peace and joy. You sure about that? Find out in this true story of Amy Trees on the next Unshackled. Heard in the true story of Brett McCormick were Michael Walner, Jennifer Dimmitt, Dave Kappas, Evan Armacost, and Demetrius Troy. Original music, Caleb Tolleson. Sound effects, Demetrius Troy. Sound assistant, Holly Krajewski. Recording engineer, David Pierczynski. Audio engineer, Michael Kahn. Script, Kenitha Gabler. That's it for this week's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. So until next time, unless our Lord returns before then, I'm Timothy Gregory, your brother in Christ. <laughs>